Hey everyone, welcome to this week's episode of How to Start a Podcast for Free with me, Will Fleming. So have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? My question is, why haven't you? If you haven't, don't worry, it's very normal. Many find it overwhelming. And so at this point I'd like to say welcome, you have found the right place. How to start a podcast for free. Now, a bit about me. My name is Will Fleming. I'm a podcaster from New Zealand. I've started a few podcasts over the years, and I've been playing with different types of ways to record it, whether it be part of a network, or on my own, or a mixture. And look, here's the main thing, okay? Like most things I believe in in life, the main thing is doing it. The main thing is getting off your butt, setting up the microphone and recording something. I really do believe that the net win of podcasting is that you will do exactly what I am doing right now, talking out loud about something that you care about. I think most of the time we get caught in our own heads, thinking about things, even sometimes getting such a good thought that we give ourselves endorphins. My argument is you should have been recording it because then you could use it as leverage later down the road. So my whole thing is about podcasting, it's about getting into it, it's about how to do a podcast on a modest budget, it's about getting over the mind fart of trying to do a podcast but always giving yourself excuses. No more excuses, follow the podcast and you will be podcasting. So this series will be focusing on how to start your own podcast for free. The podcast is built up of tips and tricks from successful podcasters. So every week I will ask podcasters, how did they start their podcast? What's their best bit of free advice? What's their one do not do? And how did they choose what's a podcast about? For me, everyone starts at the other end. They worry about the iTunes link. They worry about episode 100 when they haven't even thought about episode one. So the goal of this podcast is to talk to podcasters who have been there and done that and are now ready to share that knowledge with you for free. We cover it all, hosting, gear, marketing, and so on. So I encourage you to take notes, start recording, and I wish you good luck on your podcasting journey. Okay team, episode two, we are here. I wonder how everyone's homework went from episode one, where I asked you to write down five topics that you would find podcast worthy, and then speak about them for five minutes each. I'd be really interested to hear how you went, but don't worry, I'm not asking you to let me know. You will know how they went. You should listen very deeply to yourself. So I hope that went well for you, and good luck if that opened up some more podcasting doors. This week's episode is slightly different. We've received a listener question. Via LinkedIn, a person called Michael Donaghy contacted me and he had a couple questions about podcasting. I suggested he record his question and send it to me and I'll reply in a podcast. So for me this is great because We're taking people's questions and we're creating content. And that's kind of what I want to get through in 
the realm of podcast. You're always looking at what can be a podcast. It doesn't have to be an interview. It doesn't have to be you sitting down talking about the first thing that comes into your head. Everything is up for grabs in this world of podcast. And that's the cool thing. That's the cool thing. It's also a bit scary. You know, it can be a little bit too wide. Once you have too many options, you're not sure which way to go. So you will have to go down this journey for you. But I'm confident you can't get to where you need to go without going through that journey. In fact, that makes total logical sense. So I want to thank Michael for asking his question. And I think the best way we should do it is just get into it. And he can ask what he wants to ask. And I'll respond in real time. Hi, Will. Um... Thanks for answering my questions. Um, a few things that I have um, in mind would be, do you use a particular software that uploads the podcast to different channels such as iTunes, um, you know, SoundCloud or whatever it might be? Um, and if so, what do you use? I know there's Anchor is supposed to be pretty good. Okay, Michael, great question to kick us off. And to answer you, a lot of people are asking this question. So for those who don't know, traditionally what you had to do is you had to sign up for iTunes manually. So what you'd do is you'd create an RSS feed. And an RSS feed is the kind of place where your podcast would be sent from so it's like the hub wherever your podcast information is it would then be distributed to different platforms like google podcast or spotify or itunes and you had to have two things you had to have this rss feed and then you had to provide itunes or another podcast provider or another podcast outlet with that RSS feed. So Michael brought up Anchor, and why Anchor is interesting is they're really the first one that I can see who's come on the scene and said, look, we will treat this like YouTube. You just worry about the content, and we'll take that content, and and we'll kind of do the back-end stuff. We'll, We'll help you get your distribution out there. So what Anchor provide is the link between you and iTunes and Google Podcast and Spotify and SoundCloud, and it gets it out there for you. So my current advice for free is to use Anchor because I believe the goal is for you to be making and overcoming small obstacles. If you have to sign up for 6 to 11 different podcast hosts, like iTunes and so on, and you're busy trying to make video, and you're busy having a family, and you're busy working, I think that's where it lets a lot of people down. So definitely use Anchor if you're looking for an easy system. Now, I get it. You should be a bit cautious. Anchor is a startup, and this was highlighted by my friend Paul Spain from worldpodcasts.com. He said you should be a bit careful because you're putting all your eggs in one basket, and I totally acknowledge that. For me, it's worth the gamble because you will still have all your audio recorded on your local device, and you can put that other places really For me, it's about getting your work out there. And Anchor is one of the best places I can see to get it out there for free. Now, for free is another key point. Because traditionally, podcasting hosts like Libsyn and SoundCloud, they charge you. But Anchor came along and they said, no, you can upload as many podcasts, whatever duration, 
and there's no charge. And this was a game changer, again, at that barrier to entry level. So, Michael, I would suggest if you want to start a podcast to do it with Anchor because they basically become your outlet. So you're only recording and uploading to Anchor and then they will distribute it to all of the podcast platform providers. And that's really great. That's all we're trying to do. We're trying to get our work out there. So highly recommend Anchor and you're probably going to go down that path. So good luck on that. Okay, let's move on to the next part of the question. Also... When um, capturing the video, um, what software do you use to um, sort of brand up the videos and make it look all sort of professional? Okay, so Michael's kind of referring to, if you go to my LinkedIn page or if you look on my Please Blow My Mind Facebook page, with this podcast, I've tried to use video as much as I can. So I have a camera recording I isolate some of the clips, I add a bit of branding in Photoshop, and I pump it out into social media clips. Now look, the truth is, is that the whole goal with social media content is to make it look easy. It's a grind, it's a grind, and I've been making videos for years, in fact that's my day job, I make videos for people, for clients. So a couple things that I would say, videos and podcasts aren't that different, you're simply cutting the bits out and then joining the bits back up that you want to put out to the world. So I'd highly suggest that from the very start when you start a podcast, have a camera recording too. You always have the option not to use the footage, but you may want to. Now, it's a whole other conversation about how to edit that footage because the truth is it's hard. Editing is hard because you are effectively putting a jigsaw puzzle piece together. Here's one thing I tried. For about 289 days, I tried to create a daily vlog. In fact, the only reason I stopped daily vlogging was because I got influenza. But back then, I think it was 2016, I wanted to be New Zealand's first daily vlogger who could make it through daily vlogs for a whole year. Now, on the surface, it was because I wanted to have a cool vlog and be successful. But what I realized deep down was that I was using the software every day and working through processes that helped me every day produce a piece of content. So what did I learn out of this? I learned how to manipulate editing software to help me move very, very quickly. And part of the way I did this was to set up folders where, like a workflow, you know, we have a workflow for work. We have a system we follow. Very rarely do I see when people make content for the internet that they actually use a workflow. So there's not one size fits all, but what I'd highly recommend is that you build a template or you pay someone to help you create a template. And then all you need to do is copy and paste that template and change out what it is your content is about. So for example, you might have an intro, which is video and audio, and that never has to change. Or maybe very little of it has to change. Maybe it's a Photoshop document with a different title and someone can design that for you. But overall, it's money well spent because you want to be focusing on 
producing volume. You don't want to be focusing on stressing out about editing and all this kind of stuff. So look, there's multiple pronged attacks. My advice would be book some time with me. Let's chat individually. But overall, probably a good idea to download Premiere Pro, which is an editing software. It's an Adobe software. So lots of places have Photoshop, talks to Photoshop, which will help because that's how I do it. I have pre-designed graphics that I change out titles. That takes the pressure off me and means I just have to focus on what's the best bit of this conversation that I want to isolate into a 30 to 1 minute bit. Seriously, put yourself under a different scenario. If you have to isolate a bit, you have to design graphics, you have to edit it up, it's a lot of work. It's another barrier to entry. Even if you cross that barrier, I guarantee you after 100 days, you're not going to be wanting to do any of that editing because it can be cumbersome and stressful and hard. And I think that's the main reason people lose steam in video. So yeah, I'd download Premiere. I'd go to YouTube and I'd say how to edit videos in Premiere. I'd watch three tutorials. I'd practice. And then I would try and film my podcasts and edit them in Premiere. And all I'd do for my podcast is just export an MP3 straight from Premiere Pro. There you go. So design it for video and audio, and then you actually have two outputs. Hope that helps. If it doesn't, get in contact and we can go through a one-on-one framework that'll suit you. Onward to Michael's next part of the question. That's basically what I have. Um, Thanks, and I look forward to listening to the answers on the next podcast. Thanks. Okay, there we go. There was no more question, just Michael um, saying thanks. I just want to thank you, Michael, for taking time to think about asking your question. You know, it's something that I think a lot of people don't think enough about. Lots of people say you need social media content and you've got to do this and do that. But no one says anything about the benefits of actually doing it. You know, gone are the days, and thank God, really, of the celebrity coming in and, you know, the auto cue being written, and then someone fake sitting there and talking about it. You know, for me, that's not a solution. It's not upscalable. It's not practical. It's not fit for the 24-7 timeline that social media provides. What I think is necessary is that we become the rock stars of whatever it is we care about. And that's kind of cool and that's modern and current and and now there's no obstacle with gear because again I'm recording on a lapel mic that plugs into my phone and I'm recording. Sweet as. Then it goes into Premiere. I edit it up together. It's all done myself. So I encourage you to try as much as possible to do it on your own. I get it, designing nice graphics that you can change up to suit you and your episode, but overall, going through the pain of learning how to use Photoshop, learning how to use Premiere Pro, how to set the camera up, how to make sure you're recording, how to do all this whilst you're trying to get great content is not easy, but it's worth it. Imagine if you could just run a marathon without any training. You'd give no cares about making it to the end of that marathon. But very few people can run a marathon. And actually, to run a marathon, you have to do a buttload of training. And so I see it like that. Use this as training and get stuck in, get motivated, ask for help. I'm available anytime you want to ask for help. The internet's right there. We've never had 
a better time to go on YouTube and search the most random questions about technical stuff. It's littered with how-to videos and you should be taking advantage of that because again it's for free. Again it all comes back to you, your idea and what the hell you care about. That will always trump everything in my opinion. Last week on the episode Guy Pigden told us not to pick something that's popular because you'll just run out of steam. Do not pick something because just because you think it's going to be popular. It's fine to pick something that is popular a topic that is popular um that you are also incredibly passionate and interested in but don't just pick something because you go oh i think there'll be a big audience for this um so i'm gonna make it my podcast about this thing you know what you want to do is pick something that you are truly engaged with because that's gonna be what creates good content whereas if it's just something that you're picking because you think people will listen to it it's probably not going to be that great and you may well lose interest in it. All right, we think that's what we want, but it's not. We want to talk about something that's passionate to us, that matters to us, and that requires some thought, that requires some working through. So there we go, team. Michael, hope that helped. Uh, And for the rest of you listening, I hope that helped as well. Now, What I'd kindly ask is if you found anything helpful in this episode that you might consider jumping on iTunes and giving this podcast a rate and review. Yeah, if you could do that, that would be awesome. It's always good to get rating and reviewing on your podcast because others can read. It's like a testimonial. In fact, it's a testimonial from you to me saying that you enjoy the episode or the podcast. So thank you very much that's our episode for this week i thank you again for joining i wish you all the best of luck on your podcasting journey and we'll see you next week on how to make a podcast for free